Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Excessive heat warnings, raging brush fires, tropical storm fred, and out-of-control inflation in my pants. What up, boys and girls? It's your favorite guilty pleasure, the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel, not the new Jeopardy host, Cheeseman. And this is Jason Voorhees. On this week's show, Zip gets a little pep in its step, Google's pay calculator, and job board strike back, minus the Ewoks, of course. Wait a minute. That was Return of the Jedi. Fuck. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text Kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> it's the Friday the 13th edition, Chad. Yes. Are, you, are you scared? 
No, not at all. If it was Michael Myers, it was Halloween. That'd be one thing. Jason Voorhees, uh, not scary. Yeah, no. no. The, the, <laughs> the 60s hockey mask just isn't as scary as it as it used to no, be. Fortunately, not it's not like a present day hockey mask. That would not be very scary at all. Yeah. 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 No, we, we what they need to do is they need to do a Jason Voorhees, Jimmy John's commercial with <laughs> Brad Garrett. Freaking Jimmy's Johns. Jason Voorhees like shows up with one of their Jimmy John's raps. Their new rap. It's yeah. got croutons, boss. Freaking Jimmy's Johns. Well, speaking of Friday the 13th, my yeah. first shout out goes to Rudy Giuliani. Oh, God. Everyone's favorite vampire. He is now on <laughs> Cameo. You can have Rudy on your phone for only $325. What better way to wish someone a happy birthday or scare the shit out of them than sending Rudy America's mayor to their mobile phone to say, hi there. Says a little something. How do you think he's going to be paying his attorney fees uh, <laughs> via cameo? Yes. By the way, he's now more expensive than uh, Ivan Drago. <laughs> Who would you rather have uh, say happy birthday to you? Dolph Lundgren or uh, Rudy? <laughs> anybody, anybody but Giuliani. Big shout out to Liz Scully. I got to say, uh, Liz is one of the best commenters on my social posts. Yeah, Thanks so much for engaging Liz. She has colorful commentary and snark that pretty much matches ours. I love that. I don't know if you heard this, Chad, but football is almost here, baby. Oh, uh, yes. So I got a, I got a couple of shout outs. Uh, these are cult, Indianapolis Colts related. Ah, okay. sorry, sorry, Adam Gordon. We're going to go uh, American uh, football here for a second. So if you missed Edger and James's Hall of Fame speech, <laughs> it's fantastic. It was it was great. I, to me, it was inspirational. It was funny. So if you haven't seen that, I, I encourage you to do it. I'm going to I'm going to stick with football, but I'm going to go with my favorite NCAA, but not my favorite team. But but they're, they're now getting closer to my heart. Lane Kiffin and the <laughs> Ole Miss Rebels in NCAA football. Uh, big shout out for being 100 percent vaccinated. The entire team being a great example of team over individualism. Currently, the state of Mississippi is vaccinated at 40 Two percent and is tied with Idaho as the lowest vaccinated state. You got to love the leadership here. They didn't mandate it, mm-hmm. although they did a shit ton of education and they talked about team. And that's one of the things that I think we're missing in the discussion right now is that everybody who's talking about no masks, no vaccination, it's all about themselves. It's not about how you spread and how, how do you how do you safeguard your community, your your neighborhood, your family, right? So I think this is a great leadership by old Miss Rebels. Yeah. God damn it, you had to bring this shit up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick uh, soapbox. Uh, I, so I've been thinking about this a lot lately and it 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 made me angry and it still does but it's start, sure. it's starting to make me sort of sad because you and you and I are old enough to remember uh grandparent stories about the depression yeah. about sacrificing uh, during World War II whether it be rationing food or you know turning the lights out at a certain whatever it was right there was a, yeah. a, a there was yeah, a community yeah. a sense of community that just isn't there today and I just think it's it's really sad that we're a generation removed from people that 
really sacrificed for the community and, and the country. And that you're right now, it's it's all about the individual. People suck. People really suck. But who doesn't suck? Boss Von de Hadrid, he, thank you for sharing a business insider story entitled Three Explanations for the Later Labor Shortage, according to Morgan Stanley. You probably know that guy. Um, number one, school closures. But we're opening back up, right? So hopefully that's not going to be a, a problem here in the near future. There are many, many school board meetings where they're mm-hmm. talking about mandating masks, right? There's there's a lot that's going on today. Well, one with- famous one here in Indianapolis, in my neck of the woods, McCordsville. Number two, a mismatch between the industry's hiring and the people who are actually looking for jobs. So there's this huge mismatch, which we've had before. The problem is corporate America, you guys need to fix that. (laughs) You've got the money. You need to fix that. And number three, people moved during the pandemic, but Mm -hmm. the jobs didn't. Right. So and we're going to be talking about remote work. Some of these jobs cannot be done remote. And some people moved during the pandemic and they they're not remote workers. So there are some very compelling reasons here. No question. Uh, And these are ones that employers are going to have to fucking figure it out. Yeah, there was an interesting perspective in Business Insider today about, I guess, the uh, the catch 22, if you will, of employers want to mandate it, but they're also in a talent crunch. So they don't want to piss off employees and make them quit. So it's sort of this roundabout, like we don't want to risk losing people because it's so hard to hire people and around we go. So uh, I, I guess I sort of sympathize with some of the companies who feel like they're in that in that position. Yeah, you got to ask, what's the bigger risk? Somebody who's not vaccinated, who's working with you, who comes in, catches it, dies. Sure. Infects customers, infects other employees. Death is the biggest risk. So when you're like saying I sympathize, no, fuck that. You take a look at the (laughs) take a look at the balance sheet, right? The balance sheet is death versus somebody leaving your company. No, fuck that. All right. Little lighter, lighter, lighter shout out here. Uh, TikTok. Yes. We got to have a show with TikTok. TikTok surpassed Facebook to become the world's most downloaded social media app in 2020. Holy shit. I love TikTok. Uh, Also love Jenny Volek, uh, who loves the podcast. She said uh, the podcast has creativity. Plain speak, which means that we say fuck a lot. And last but not least, honesty. That's right, Jenny. Thanks so much. We don't always hit the nail on the head, but we do our best. And that being said, Jenny and everybody who's listening, feel free to go out to Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast and review the podcast. Give us one star. Give us five stars. Doesn't matter. We definitely love to hear the feedback. Good, bad, or indifferent, doesn't matter. Feedback is our oxygen. Did she say creative? She said oh, creative. Hell That's nice. No. I'm tearing up. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, so I got to mention free shit. Um, if you haven't signed up yet, and what the fuck is wrong with you? If you haven't, free shit. we're giving away shirts by Emissary. We're giving away beer from Adzuna. We're giving away whiskey powered by Sovereign. Uh, head yes. out to chadcheese.com slash free. And sign up for a chance to win, guys. Why not? That's right, baby. And lastly, we got we got to talk about this. What? Suicide Squad, the movie. Okay. You and I differ on this. I don't want to yes. spend a lot of time on it. Okay. But, but you hate it, and I loved it. Why did you hate it? Well, I hated it because I love movies that I want to go back and watch again. Mm-hmm. 
And like I've, I've watched Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League four times and it's a four hour fucking movie, right? Uh, yeah. So that's 16 hours of my life. No shit. But this one, after I was done with it, it was like, yeah, I don't need to see it again. And I really wouldn't want to watch it again. It just seemed very bubblegum and glossy. So I think it was good for like a teenager, but for <laughs> like an adult, you really want more. You mm. want more kind of like the Easter egg inside kind of thing. So I watched it with my uh, 14 year old so maybe i did transport back to being a 14 year old <laughs> when i watched it but i wasn't i was not expecting much he wanted to watch it i've seen the first one and i was meh about it but i said eh, it'll be a fun ride uh and i was i was impressed uh i, I had a fun time the it was so over the top it was yes. like humor like the humor was sort of subtle like when john cena uh hatchets up some dude who's sleeping and it's like so nonchalant just I mean, I laughed. I thought the 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 special effects were great. I thought it was just over the top. The acting was great. I like I like uh, everyone that was in it. So that was great. Like when when Harley Quinn's going in her big scene and flowers like start floating in the background. Yeah. Uh, like I just like that kind of visual shit. So I highly recommend it. Anything with her, I would watch over. Yeah, everything her is her is good. And and fortunately for me, the the critics love this movie. So they're with me on this <laughs> one. Uh, I need to watch this four hour. Justice League that you keep talking about to see what what all the fuss is about. I'm kind of perplexed because I would have thought that your favorite John Cena moment when he said he would eat a bag of dicks for freedom. Yeah. Or when he's in his underwear. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, why the fuck are you in your underwear? Anyway, so I have have another recommendation for you. If you haven't watched the Woodstock 99 documentary that's on HBO, it's fantastic. I mean, it was sort of, it was, we sort of missed that period a little bit. We were kind of working at the time or you and whatever. So this kind of like Lord of the Flies group mentality. It's very interesting. If you haven't watched it, I encourage you to check that out. Woodstock 99. So last but not least, lists, baby. We love lists. So Charlotte Hall over at Zinc.Work. Yeah, that's actually a website, Zinc.Work. Put out their top 10 podcasts for recruiters and HR professionals and guess who was listed. That's right, baby. Top 10. They gave us a little review in there as well. Check it out. You're definitely going to love that. And also major props to other evergreen podcasts listed recruiting future and crazy in the king good job guys and better than us being on it was tim sackett not being on the list i have to say <laughs> that was that was almost as good as us being he on has a, couple, a podcast what couple, couple birthdays to announce before we get to news uh my your favorite cheeseman abby cheeseman uh, yes. celebrates a birthday uh, this coming week. And Carmen Hudson, who we love Carmen, uh, out there in uh, Seattle. So Carmen and Abby, happy birthday. And with that... Topics! Holy shit. Zip Recruiter is on a roll, baby. Uh, let's talk about its stock first. Okay. So up over 30% since its IPO in May. On Monday, the recruiting firm's uh, stock relative strength rating at Investors.com jumped to 83, up from 79 earlier. The 83 RS rating means that ZipRecruiter stock is performing in the top 17% of all stocks. Quote, the number of jobs available is rising along with the numbers returning to work as the pandemic eases. As a result, hiring has become top priority at many companies, opening the door for companies like ZipRecruiter. Uh, it has an excellent 94 at IBD composite rating 
rating. Uh, the best growth stocks have a composite rating of 90 or better. Additionally, ZipRecruiter stock holds a superb A-plus grade at accumulation distribution rating, an A-plus to E-scale with A-plus, of course, tops. The A-plus rating means that institutional investors such as mutual funds and insurance firms are hotly buying its shares insider monkey named zip to its 15 best new tech stocks to buy now its earnings are today at 5 p.m which will be after this podcast airs that will be very telling but chad are you buying this stock with all the hoopla yeah look at the market i keep saying this over and over and over everybody in this space especially like a name like ZipRecruiter is going to be blowing up because mm-hmm. employers are looking for people to hire. It's very fucking simple. When they came out IPO, my opinion, not don't go buy this because I said it, but my opinion was buy it now and wait about a year to 18 months and then dump it. Right. I mean, we, take a look at the actual cycle, right? Mm-hmm. It might actually be a longer cycle than I originally thought, but right now, this is the time to buy in this space, period. So yeah, this doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, and I think uh, what w- the inevitable reaction to all of this is going to be a, a parade of IPOs in our space and all the ATSs that have gotten hundreds of millions of dollars and all the technologies that are getting a ton of money. They're all going to roll the dice in the public markets. And all this is doing is fueling the fire uh, for oh, yeah. those companies through that. Did so I hear ISIMS? ISIMS what? ISIMS, Jobvite, Smart Recruiters maybe. Yeah, I mean, there, it's going to be a really fun 12 to 24 months. Uh, it's it's going to be a great time to have a podcast. So watch that watch that Zip Recruiter stock. And uh, I'm really anxious to see what the earnings re- tells about the company. That being said, I, I, I got to put a plug in for our European show that was earlier this week. It was European Business Brings It. Yeah. Uh, actually, Cornerstone went from public to private, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk about Cornerstone. They were acquired, went public to private. Why'd they do that? We talk about that. But we also talk about a huge fucking acquisition uh, between Adeco, who acquired Akka. So check that out. It's called European Business Brings It. Yeah, great show. Great show. So uh, more from the ZipRecruiter family, uh, Facebook. So job seekers who receive credentials through Facebook Blueprint, which I've never heard of, but it's, Me either. it's Facebook's platform offering online learning courses, training programs, yeah. and certifications related to digital marketing can take advantage of a new ZipRecruiter-powered website to find their next great opportunity. Once an individual completes a course and receives a credential, the job seeker can import their credentials to their ZipRecruiter profile and get access to millions of additional opportunities available through ZipRecruiter's marketplace. So take that traditional college, just more certifications to get people jobs without the four-year degree. I assume you're pretty excited about this, Chad. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty awesome although again we've never heard of facebook blueprint i, I wonder why they that don't have any money one. to promote it chad yeah yeah that's <laughs> what it is and then you think about okay so why haven't they coupled this with like their jobs product you, you know i again I, I think you see these large organizations like facebook and we've seen it with google before because google's tried jobs before and they failed miserably mm-hmm. where they try so much shit and then so many things fall by the wayside. You almost have to ask yourself, you know, do you look for like a better ZipRecruiter integration into 
jobs mm-hmm. into the Facebook jobs area and then expose more of this blueprint, right? You know, how, how do you actually make this work for the ecosystem? Uh, I don't know that Facebook's going to be able to pull it off, but with ZipRecruiter, I think they would have a better chance. Yeah. And I think that, you know, these, these big brands, it's very interesting to me, you know, Google and Facebook getting into this, obviously LinkedIn, you know, learning yeah. has been around for a while. Like at some point do people, inst- like instead of going to college, do they go, you know what, I'm going to go get a Facebook blueprint certification in digital marketing. Google cert or yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what, that's going to be good enough for me to get a digital marketing job. Uh, yeah. somewhere. And you know what? I paid for that little to nothing, right? Yeah. Versus a four-year college. I, yep. more, more and more people are going to have that inner monologue with themselves. And I think a lot of them are going to choose like, yeah, I want to get certifica- certification from Facebook or Google or LinkedIn or Microsoft or whatever. And I can go get a job in six months versus four years of you know killing my liver and getting the vomit. Facebook blueprint. I don't know how many companies are actually accepting those certifications yeah. uh, or if they're actually external certifications. But I do know that Google is pushing their certs very hard mm-hmm. and they have like well over 100 companies that are saying, hey, yes, we will accept these. So, I mean, it, it is I agree there is a rise in certifications versus going into, you know, six figure debt. Yeah. I mean, if I'm an employer and I need someone to handle my Facebook marketing and some of my digital marketing stuff, someone with a Facebook certification for a startup or entry level job would be pretty appealing to me. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? All right. Third on the ZipRecruiter and the last notable uh, news from the week, uh, they've partnered with Comparably. So finally, Zip takes aim at Glassdoor's and indeed stronghold on employee reviews. Mm-hmm. Announced earlier this month, ZipRecruiter has added new information to its employer pages, including anonymous employee reviews and typical salary ranges thanks to a new tie-in with Glassdoor wannabe Comparably. <laughs> Founded in 2016, Comparably has raised $13.8 million in investment, and in April it boasted a database of 10 million ratings from employees across 60,000 North American companies. So should the review establishment be worried? Glassdoor is pretty much an Indeed zombie company right <laughs> yeah. now, right? I yeah. mean, so, so this should be Comparably comparably signal, the entire comparably team should be focused on these types of integrations. This is all about data and signals. And if I say it once, I'll say it a million fucking times. This is a signal economy, but we're only going to get better signals if we're providing more relevant data to the actual end user. Yeah. So a lot of this is sort of a match that was destined to happen. Uh, Both these companies are based in Southern California. Um, I, somewhere in LA, I don't know LA very well. So, so they're LA. in each other, they're in each other's backyard. So yeah. the, the, the integration was sort of an obvious thing that was going to happen. Um, comparably needs to get acquired, I assume at some point. Um, and what better, what better acquisition partner than ZipRecruiter, uh, the number two job site, uh, in the U S. So to me, this is like, this has acquisition written all over it. Um, and this integration is just sort of part of the process unless it really sucks, ZipRecruiter is going to write a check and just fold these guys into into the business. I will caution everyone that Monster did this a few years ago with Kanunu. Uh, you might remember <laughs> that Kanunu partnered with Monster, although their reviews were on Monster. Um, it did not it did not lead to Kanunu being a huge player. It did not lead to Monster reinvigorating its business. In fact, 
the partnership, I think, uh, died a, a year or so ago. No more Kanuna reviews. So it doesn't necessarily, it's not a layup that this is going to work. This may not, this may not work because Glassdoor's brand is still incredibly strong and Indeed's traffic is still incredibly robust. But Kanunu is uh, pretty much a, a site that nobody knew, number one. They, they hooked up with uh, the Titanic. I mean, Monster was dying. So, you know, ZipRecruiter is an entirely different brand. Yep. Uh, you know, does this make sense? I think from a comparable standpoint, it just makes sense for them to do these types of partnerships. But ZipRecruiter shouldn't be the end of it. They should be integrating into applicant tracking systems to be able to provide more data to companies and job seekers as they're coming in. I mean, th- there's so many different opportunities for enriched data providing more signals and more engagement. Yep. And I, I think they are doing that to a certain degree. And I also think if if Zip Recruiter wants to appeal to more enterprise level yeah. companies, like that's who's on comparably. It's not the the corner pub, right? It's right. it's Facebook, it's IBM, it's Salesforce, large companies. So this is a way to sort of get a get a, a hook maybe into bigger companies that might not have paid attention. Now they're offering you know data and information on those companies, so they're going to maybe take a call that they wouldn't have previously. Yeah, will ZipRecruiter be able to execute on their enterprise strategy? That's the big question because all of their eggs were in the SMB basket mm-hmm. and we saw how that affected them in early 2020. Yeah. And also to reverse the script, uh, comparably a state away from job postings on its site. It'll be interesting to see if ZipRecruiter postings start showing up on comparably. So we'll yeah. look for that as well. All right. Let's take a quick break and uh, we'll do some remote rapid fire. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com that's pandologic.com remote rapid fire chad Uh uh-huh just a few weeks ago many managers were feeling confident enough to set plans to ramp up operations again in the fall now the increasingly rapid resurgence of covid19 powered by the highly contagious delta variant is prompting corporate leaders to rip up playbooks for the next few months this is according to the wall street journal Here's a taste of the stories that dropped recently. We'll hit each one and have a quick comment and move to the next. Are you ready for remote rapid fire? Let's do it. All right, let's start with an easy one. LinkedIn has announced that everyone can now work from home forever, joining the likes of Twitter and Spotify. Comment? It's a layup. It's, it's fairly <laughs> simple. Number one, uh, especially right now, 
And to say forever, I think is hilarious because you know they're going to change this up within the next 12 months to 24 months and they'll talk about the market and so on and so forth. So this is, I think, first off, it's it's uh, it's not true because it's not going to be forever for everybody. Yeah. Although I think the press release is a layup. Yep. Is it just me or does it feel like sort of these tier two tech companies are going remote forever, or at least talking that game. Whereas the top tier, your Apple's, Facebook, Google's are oh, yeah. less are less likely to to let that happen. It seems like there's the biggest of the bigger saying, get your ass back to work. We're the best place to work and you're going to come to the office. The tier two that are sort of struggling for those top those top folks are saying mm-hmm. remote forever to maybe get some of that uh, you know, secondhand smoke down into their offices. Agreed, or their agreed. Interesting. All right. Number two, WeWork is taking over abandoned brick and mortar. WeWork will open co-working spaces in Saks Fifth Avenue stores, one of your favorites, Chad. This is in the <laughs> Wall Street Journal. The owner of Saks is hoping to make money from the rise of remote and hybrid work dubbed Saks Works. New York, LA, and other major cities are set to be WeWork's next growth strategy. Comment. Can you say Hail Mary? <laughs> for who? For for Saks. <laughs> okay. I mean, for Saks. I mean, I think WeWork is uh, is going to do do pretty well, right? As you talk about like the LinkedIn's of the world, they're going to want to have more flexible space. So WeWork mm-hmm. is going to be a good option. Uh, but Saks has nothing to think more than to throw a Hail Mary at this point. Yeah, the world has come to WeWork in a big way. Uh, yeah. And it's just it's just sort of landed in their lap, right? You're getting brick and mortar areas, which are good real estate, right? They're in good locations. These are going to be WeWork stations and, uh, you know, coffee shops and whatever for folks to come and work. This is probably going to go into companies that have to sublet office space that are no no longer office spaces. They're going to give it to, to WeWork. W- what I think is funny is I think, I think Airbnb B is fucking up. I think Airbnb, uh, and I predicted an Airbnb work product. I think in our uh-huh. January show, and I, I think yep. I think Air, we should be seeing stories like this from Airbnb. They should be in, integrated with some of these commercial real estate properties to have like Airbnb workstations and workplaces. It looks like WeWork is just on a field by itself right now, uh, and they're getting a huge lead in this. So so good for them. But I think I think Airbnb is letting this opportunity pass. I, th- I think the company that we talk about that nobody's trying to mimic, and I don't understand if it's just oh, yeah. not market validation or what have you, is work to. Yeah. Can you go to uh, a hotel, go to the Hilton downtown mm-hmm. and have free coffee, discounts off of you know lunch or what have you, and meet up with possibly people that you work with, uh, partners, whatever you do, but have that that work area that's c- more of a, a community work area. You're using space that somebody else already owns. Yeah. Right. And there's food. There's I mean, it's just there's all the makings to actually having a a great app and a great experience. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, WeWork is is rounding the track by itself right now, but they're going to be more runners on this track. And keep in mind, WeWork is not in all markets. Uh, There's no WeWork in Indianapolis, for example. So there are a lot of mid-market cities. Where this is just like, take it. Who's going to who's gonna start things up and, and work with these companies? So that's an mm-hmm. interesting story. I'm interested to watch that in the coming coming months. Uh, number three in our remote rapid fire, I'm going to predict this is going to be your favorite story. Uh, Google rolls out pay calculator explaining work from home salary cuts. 
Google apparently hates its suburban workforce. Screenshots obtained by Reuters show that Google employees who previously commuted an hour to Google's Manhattan offices from nearby Stanford, Connecticut, for example, would see their salaries slashed by 15% if they choose to continue working from home. By contrast, Googlers who live within New York City's five boroughs and choose to work from home permanently would not see their pay slashed at all. In another example, an employee with a $150,000 year salary would suddenly make less than $112,000 per year. Chad, what do you think about Google's pay calculator? It is distressing that a tech company, and not just Google, but Facebook is doing this too. There's one main reason why they're doing it this way is because they see a way to engineer a narrative around cost of living as opposed to the actual work that somebody performs. Mm -hmm. And that's where we as talent acquisition professionals need to smack those fuckers in the face and say, no, these individuals, whether they live in Tulsa or they live in Silicon Valley, do the same work. Mm -hmm. If they're leaving Silicon Valley and they are giving you the exact same deliverable that you had before, that means you have the same profit margin, right? All they're trying to do is engineer reasons to cut your wages so that the fat cats and the shareholders make more fucking money. And that's total bullshit. Yeah, it's the the Stanford, Connecticut example is interesting because a lot of people take the train to New York from Connecticut and work in in, in the city. So to not cut it for the boroughs, the people living in the boroughs, I, I don't know what the thought process was in that. It's simple. How can we shave salaries? Yeah. And then provide excuses on why we are doing that. That makes sense to them, right? And and again, this is nothing but a corporate narrative that employees have pretty much bought into for years, but those years were back when we had to live next to HQ and manufacturing. By the way, if, if your company is work from home forever and you've been <laughs> you've been waiting to poach people from Google and Apple and all this these salary it. calculator pay yeah. calculator folks, this is your chance. This is it. This is your chance to reach out to them and say, "Hey, is your salary getting cut because you work from home? Come work from uh, work for us who won't cut your salary that you work, work from anywhere." Home. So this is a huge opportunity yeah. for smart recruiters to go out and poach some really good talent who doesn't want to see their shit go from 150 a year to 112 for doing the exact same job. Yeah, it's great. The market will uh will, you know, will settle this shit. All right, number 4, I think this will be your second favorite story. It's Max Your Vax Lottery at Amazon. Yeah, I said Max <laughs> Your Vax. The company is going big in its efforts to get more workers vaccinated against the coronavirus. The company is holding the Max Your Vax Lottery which will feature cars, vacations, and cash amounts of up to $500,000 as prizes for workers who show they're fully vaccinated. Chad, there's no word yet on free rides in the penis rocket, but you got to be kind of excited about this news, right? Yeah. So take a look at Ohio. Remember, I think they were the first state that actually had the vaccination lottery. Was it a million? Yeah, it was a million dollars and it was five people that were going to get it. And then they had younger individuals that would get uh, college paid for. Yep. That was a great carrot. And they're not at 100% vaccination. Just say what it is. Quit trying to play these roundabout 
fluffy games and just fucking mandate it. Yeah, Amazon has a a, a thin line to dance on. Uh, I'm sure they. I'm sure Bezos would love to mandate uh, vaccines, but then you have people who might leave, and you also have political issues. Uh, Amazon's trying to play nicely with with DC on a regular basis. And they also don't want to be the uh, the focus of Fox News when Hannity, you know, rips up Amazon because they're mandating vaccines. So to me, it's like their only choice is to, like, give away cars and vacations and half a million dollars to get people vaccinated. So I, I think it's a it's a good strategy based on what their options were. <laughs> That's the thing that if I was in HR and I was in compliance or I was an attorney, I'd be pointing at that all day. Fuck Fox News. I'm worried about my employees dying. Chad, the biggest threat is a 20% haircut in the stock price. But anyway, let's go to number five. Yelp is introducing two new COVID-related profile attributes. They are one, quote, proof of vaccination required, and two, quote, staff fully vaccinated, end quote. Users of Yelp will be able to filter searches using these attributes, and the proof of vaccination required attribute will be visible in search results. Will this inspire your local pub to strong arm employees to get the shot? I guess time will tell. Thoughts? Yeah, I don't know how do you police this as Yelp. I mean, it's something that an employer can say they're doing, but it's I just don't know how you police it. I don't know if they care from a Yelp standpoint. It's just PR, maybe? Yeah, I think it's 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 just a, a PR move because they can't police whether Joe's crab shack down the fuck, you know, whether all of their people are vaccinated or not. They're not going to yeah. send in the vaccination police to check. What I would love to be able to see is something like this for airlines. Yeah. I mean, if a, if a restaurant is out of business, you mark it on Yelp. And I guess somebody calls the business to see if they're still open. And then they say it's closed permanently. But I don't know how they would police. Like, do you require vaccinations for all of your wait staff and your cooks? No clue. Yeah, yeah. no clue. No clue. All right. Number six and our final. Wow. Remote rapid fire. Small towns are starting to offer up to $20,000 for remote workers to make a move away from their metros and skylines. It's a story we've heard before, but the dollars are going up. Towns in Maine to Iowa to West Virginia want knowledge workers and are willing to pay for it. My personal favorite, Topeka, Kansas, offers a year's worth of Jimmy's John sandwiches. Freaking Jimmy's John. <laughs> Thoughts? Yeah, I think it would be really smart for companies to be able to partner with some of these towns mm -hmm. and really promote work from anywhere. Whether somebody does or not, it doesn't matter. Again, from a press standpoint, like LinkedIn just said, you can work from home forever. You can work from anywhere. And we believe that so much. We're partnering with these different small towns right? To be able to give you some options and, you know, maybe a free mountain bike if you move to Arkansas. I don't know who would want to do that, but to move to Arkansas. <laughs> uh, I think this is a great opportunity for companies who say that they believe in this to double down and start working with local governments. Yeah, this is going to unfold really interestingly to me because it's one thing to say, we'll give you money to come live in Topeka, Kansas, but what resources do you have to support my career in Topeka, Kansas? And company, or companies and cities are going to have to partner, I think, to some degree to provide more than just here's a check and cheap real estate. Although that is pretty pretty enticing for a lot of people, but I overall I think it's I think it's it's a good thing. Look, cities are con are congested, uh, we're overcrowded in a lot of places. Like it's expensive. People, if people get in incentivized to move to Topeka or Portland, mm -hmm. Maine or 
or wherever, uh, Morgantown, West Virginia, like, I think that's a good thing. And I think these small towns will get invigorated, uh, creative, um, you know, creative resources will go to those towns and there'll be better places to live. And you'll have more pockets of interesting cities as opposed to just rest stops and Burger Kings at each exit. Well, and just to go on the record, Joel Cheeseman just said that he was in favor of wealth distribution. So, uh, yeah, I love it. Is that what that is? All right. And that is remote rapid fire. We may never do it again. Let's take a break and job board strike back. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. Chad, we've already covered ZipRecruiter, but job boards of all shapes and sizes are enjoying a renaissance powered by record numbers of job openings around the country. This is the first time the number of job openings has exceeded 10 million in the United States. In addition to Zip, the parent uh, to Dice reported its first revenue growth in years. For more on the job board renaissance, let's look to a recent iHire report. Job board usage is up. 58.9% of employers said they increased their reliance on job boards and online recruiting platforms in the past year. Furthermore, 49.6% said they do most of their recruiting through job boards and 23.4% said they do all their recruiting through job boards. However, employers are also leveraging referrals used by 70.6% of respondents, social media, 57%, and their own website, 50% to source talent. So, Chad, alive and kicking, or is this just what employer desperation smells like? Yes, and yes. Uh, (laughs) I've I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If you're in this industry and you're not killing it in the revenue game right now, it's your cue to get the fuck out. There will be no better market for you than this current market, especially if you're an established brand. So, and I'll give you a great example. DHI, they saw a 23% year over year increase. Dice renewals were 89%. We're talking about legacy models. Mm -hmm. We're talking about legacy tech. There's no reason why either one of these organizations, the the overarching DHI or DICE should actually be kicking ass and taking names right now. But they have an established brand and they have employers who really, really, really need people. So they're going everywhere and anywhere. Yeah. It's desperation. It's fear. It's pressure from above, hire people, get people in the door, get people in the system, try try new shit that we've never tried before, but thought about, try shit that we used in the past, but didn't work for a while. Like money is being spent on these services and job boards is really just the path to least resistance for a lot of companies. And they're going to see really good bottom lines as a result. Yeah. So yep. Yep. let's party job boards. <laughs> yeah, it's party. a good time to be alive 
LinkedIn, obviously big, and they're killing it right now. Yep, yep. And then that now they have uh, they have uh, Polywork, which I've really never heard of before. Okay. I think I actually signed up a while ago. Uh, but but what the fuck is going on with these guys? They just received seed funding through the roof. Polywork, I think we talked about them before. Uh, so the the business focused social network founded by Peter Johnston, who was originally at Carrick Fergus has closed a 13 million Series A round led by Andreessen Horowitz. The site is currently in sort of invite mode, and I've put my email in there. If you are a member of the site, uh, hit us up at chadcheese.com and let us know what it is. But it looks like I'm number 26,000 and something in line <laughs> to get to get in this in this uh, in this site. It, it's really cutesy. It's sort of Fortnite-ish. They have animated characters. It looks like it's skewing toward a younger audience that maybe doesn't have, you know, thousands of contacts on LinkedIn that they don't want to lose. So it's definitely looking like this is the next generation or they're trying to be the next generation. I'm very skeptical. I think that young people uh, if they want to advance their careers and get a job, they want to connect to older people who are on LinkedIn to get those yeah. jobs. So they're going to have to make something really enticing for me to prefer Polywork over LinkedIn, who I think has one hell of a moat around it. Your <laughs> thoughts? Yeah, I think one of the best ways to get money, especially today, is to align your brand against Goliath. So Polywork has smartly positioned themselves against a money machine being LinkedIn, which investors love. The big question for me is, will we be talking about them in 24 months? You need a VIP code, which is what you talked about. And I yep. am actually in queue at uh, 8,838. Look at you. Oh, wow. Yeah. What does this mean to me? Number one, they're still in beta. Number two, uh, they don't believe they can actually handle the load. Or number three, they found somebody's 2010 playbook. Yeah. Uh, I just, th this to me is great marketing hype. But when you have to have a VIP code to come in to actually be a part of this, it just, it doesn't seem like it's worth my time. Yeah. Which again, it's like if I'm 18, like, oh, fuck LinkedIn. That's for old people. Like, I'm going to go to Polywork. That's where, that's where all the cool kids go. I mean, I guess that's an outside shot. But I mean, look, LinkedIn sold for 26 billion. If this thing, you know, sells for a fraction of that to like, yeah. I don't know. Google wants a social network, maybe job site or some other network association wants a wants a network. Maybe they they roll the dice and pay, you know, a billion dollars for something like this if it grows enough. But I do not see LinkedIn getting dethroned in my lifetime. Polywork is not going to be it. The name sucks. I'm selling Polywork and I'm going to go buy some zip recruiter calls. Not really. That would be <laughs> conflict of interest. But anyway, I'm going to watch I'm going to watch the the earnings call. For sure. Yeah. The, the interesting thing here is that Facebook is tr is trying their damnedest because it's now seen as an old people platform and TikTok blew up, right? So yep. is there a TikTok in our space that will overtake LinkedIn? It's a great story. It's a great marketing opportunity. I'm just not sure they have the chops. We'll see. We will see. And we out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. 
cheddar, blue, nacho, pepper jack, Swiss. So many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.